This is the Power Power Podcast. My name is Sarah of Underground Crowds. We hit Bible topics, smash book studies, punch out some songs here and there, and light up his word to strengthen our souls. Thanks for listening. What are we doing today? Let's find out. I'll go ahead and pray and we'll get started. Lord, I pray that you guide us through. Um, further into chapter 3 of 2 Timothy and help us to um, be aware of a deeper understanding of the choices that we make long and their long-term consequences. Um, that some of us are still sifting through and some of us are have become more keenly aware of the choices that we made in our life and the the um, fruits of it. Um, for me, Lord, I pray that um, this would not become a daunting, insurmountable um, a reason to get off the track uh, sort of thing, but a um, a humbling, persevering, enduring um, sort of mindset um, to continue on with the Lord and to pursue restoration as best we can. In Jesus' name, amen. So, the pattern we're going to see is that there are kind of two approaches to our Christian walk. Um, and one of those is just rake up all this stuff that we've you know we're sort of aware that we've done damage in our life and we kind of regret it but i i think you know and i'm i don't think i'm wrong but i think god will not bring us to broader places when our pattern is that um having learned this the hard way and being sort of a very hard person, um, not really, um, you know, if, if someone badly responded to me or something that I said, it was mostly their fault. You know what I mean? And it's just onward Christian soldier and not acting like a Christian at all. Um, I, you know, and my take was, uh, get over it. But then when pain started to come my way or something, it was, you know, yeah, I could not take what I was dishing out. So that's an indicator, right, that this is, um, that something is off. This is normal, let's grow up, maturity. But I suffice to say, I do not think, and if we find somebody in leadership position um, and we're kind of like, they treat people badly, um, it, it was by hook and crook that they got there and not necessarily that God had brought them. Of course, God puts people in, in positions and he has the power to do that. And he has the power to take people down, but we can't look at our authorities and say they all deserve to be there. That is not what we can correlate from that. There is a process. Your, your, your enemy is the ruler of this earth and we cannot forget that he also has a, a vibe and he also has an agenda and he also has a um plan and he also put uh uses people in position to forward 
bad things. Um, this One does not negate the other. This is what we do when we eradicate nuance. Um, so for just obey the government all the time, um, you're, you're not allowing nuance. You're not, you're not facing um, crimes perpetrated by governments. In fact, my plan, hopefully soon, is to go visit Auschwitz. That's how you say it in German, Auschwitz, not Auschwitz, or however, I forgot how they say it in Americanese. Um, as a, and I've watched so many documentaries, I've watched so many uh, films uh, from Schindler's List or what have you, and I already, I know I need to go, but I already dread being there. Like, I'm hopefully taking a friend of mine, and it's going to be like her shoving my back to get me to walk forward and take the steps and to look around and to memorialize um, what happened there. Governments do bad things. Legally. Legally. And when you try to eradicate nuance, and you try to um, say, well, if you believe in Jesus, you must believe in total authority of the government, um, is totally false. In fact... Paul wouldn't be able to write these two books if that were the case because these people were in charge. If we have this mindset, if you want to adopt that mindset for every part of your life, just obey authority. We don't have First and Second Timothy because these people were in charge talking about vain things inside the church. It is this menta mentality that cushions crime that turns a blind eye to child abuse in the church. It cannot be tolerated. We must invite nuance into our discussion. We must not turn a blind eye to evil perpetrated by those that are in charge. We do not have the excuse to do that. This is something that Bonhoeffer wrestled with. Now, we are not talking about pedophiles in First and Second Timothy. We're talking about people that have gotten off the rails when it, when it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they're now teaching things that are like soapbox agenda stuff and this word, you know, they're, they're on another thing. And the problem with that and what Paul's trying to spell out is that that doesn't just lead to, that just doesn't, it doesn't just end with, okay, they have a preference for um, Armenianism. It doesn't just end there, okay? And now I'm not trying to vilify or, you know, or demonize these, these things that people talk about in the church or whatever. But I'm, if I will step up if it's the only thing we're talking about in church and we are dividing people according to these takes on scripture it's okay to have your view views on predestination or whatever but if it's the only thing you're going around talking about 
if it's your thing. And there's an arrogance and there's a pride that, that sneaks in there. Well, I got it figured out. No, my friend, you do not have this book figured out into its entirety. And that's basically, basically pride that Paul is up against in 1st and 2nd Timothy. He's up against arrogant men. I don't know how we got women should shut up out of these two books. He's up against arrogant men who cannot seem to focus on the gospel as being the only thing relevant to save lives. The gospel of Jesus Christ. This has the power to save. This has the power to redeem. This has the power to change lives. Just had a conversation today it was about guns. And whether or not, and you know, if anybody's watching me over at Twitter, Instagram, I'm pro-gun. I'm pro-gun. First, I mean, not because I think it's a good idea to have them laying around for our teenagers to pick up. That is not. And, and, and to jump to that conclusion is, first of all, um, deliberate. Deliberate in ignorance. But if we are going to fight, if we are going to stand again, how I'll put it this way, if we are going to stand against darkness, we best not pinpoint it and narrow it down to a scope where we can pick an enemy next to us. That's the opposite of what scripture teaches. When the Bible says we fight against evil, it does this big blow up concept of what evil is. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Well, what? What? I thought my enemy was a Democrat. I thought my enemy was a Republican. I thought my enemy was you know, this person with red, white, and blue hair. I thought my enemy was the one who's waving a Trump flag on the back of his truck. I thought that's who my enemy was. The Bible blows it up way bigger than us. Way bigger than us. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, rulers, darkness, Things we do not see working behind evil powers. It's not in our frame. It's not in our scope. And so now I can see it seems a little ridiculous that you have to, I mean, you're not going to win with your little rifle. Our powers are, the powers that we're against are huge. And for me, personally, it's the inconsistency that's bothersome. 
We had more guns before the 80s. And nobody was, we, we didn't have these shootings. We have less guns. And we're having shootings, we're having shootings every day. But you cannot tell me that if I remove that gun, that the anger and the desire to kill disappears. Now I can see your argument, well, it's accessible. That's the problem. Will the hatred and the desire to kill disappear with a disappearing gun? No. No, it will not. So our problem is deeper. We need Jesus. And this is the problem that Paul is addressing. You're up on these little platitudes and it's going to lead to second, I mean, we're gonna, there are, there are days coming, he says in the first part of chapter three, there are days coming where people are gonna be like this. Having a form of godliness, we have this huge long list from yesterday, having a form of godliness but denying the power. Avoid such people. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sins, and led astray by various passions. Always learning, never able to arrive at the knowledge of truth. Why are we never able to arrive at the knowledge of truth? Well, in order to accept truth, God resists the proud, remember? In order to accept truth, we have to be humble. In order to be humble, we can't be filled with our devices, with our arrogance, with our pride with our way of doing things. Without, that have nothing to do with the Spirit of God. And if I want to truly accept that which God has for me, I've got to die to myself. And that is the only way something like the Second Amendment can work. If my, having my gun is totally about being against a Democrat. I've lost the, I've lost the plot. I've lost the plot. If it's to one up 
him, her, whatever. If it is for that reason, I have lost. We will lose. We are seeing society crumble all around us. And I think they did some kind of study I was reading. They did some kind of study in 1972 and they, um, that, uh, within this century, the one that we're in right now, there would be a, a societal crumbling. And we can see it happening. We've got first part of chapter three all lined up. And when We care not at all. Not at all. There's a total lack of empathy. There's a total lack of compassion. We don't even know what's going on in the life of that person sitting next to us at church. We are so far removed from the New Testament church, where you are together most of the week, you're eating out of the same basket most of the week, you're giving up what you have, not just to give up what you have, because that's other specific person that you already know about, that as a loss of something, you provide for, it's not just, it, this wasn't a check mark, you give up everything you have and that's what, you know, that's a mark of holiness. This was a mark of a functioning church. Now we don't get a mark of holiness for the things that we do. We've already covered that. This is work that Christ did. The mark of a functioning church was to let go of what I have for somebody else. To free them. And so when I say I'm pro 2A, it's not for me. It's not for me. There isn't a tyrant of tyrants, the, the tyrant, who have been able to tyrant, tyrannate over an armed populace. Historically, this is historically accurate. It's not for me. In fact, I probably will never get one. You see that I'm just totally principle-based here. We do not, if we operate tit for tat, be against them. It looks like something like this this dysfunctioning church that, that Paul tells Timothy to stick with. That's going that it's gonna end up in division. If somebody doesn't sit get there at the front of the line and say, stop talking about dumb things in the church. Now you could argue a lot of things that I say on Twitter and Instagram. You don't have the time for it. I have the time for it. I can see further on down the road. I'm not saying that you don't. I'm just saying when I see 
down the road and what actions we lack right now in our empathy and our compassion it's a dead end it's a dead dead end and we wouldn't be the first country to kill off millions of our own people to forward agendas of these dark powers in high places and I don't think America is exempt I think America has killed millions millions have come out under the, that machine and if I can be an under misunderstood voice I'm still going to be a voice I cannot be quiet. There is no justice. Where one is quiet. Just as Yanis Yambres opposed Moses, so these men also opposed the truth. Down to verse 10. You, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, talking to Timothy, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions and suffering. You have followed my persecutions and my sufferings. How do you follow someone's persecutions and your sufferings? Well, you don't go around them. Avoid them, which Sarah likes to do. I have long conversations with the Lord about this. He's still good. He's still faithful. And I... I'm coming to the end of trying to figure it out. Because I don't have the mind of God. And what all he has purposed for me in my life, I don't know. And what timeline he plans to do things in, I have no idea. Was it really about Sarah having a baby? Well, yes and no. Lots of people have babies. It was the way that God did it in his time that was distinct. Was it really about the Israelites moving from Egypt to the land of Canaan? No, a lot of people move. A lot of people move all the time. No, it was about the way God did it. His way, his time, out from the hand of Pharaoh. Could he have chosen a passive pharaoh and just said, let's go. And sometimes God's route is a painful route. And so Paul says, you've followed me in this stuff. 
that happened to me in Antioch and Icium and Lystra. This is an ongoing thing. This is a theme here. Which persecutions I endured. Yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live godly, a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. While evil people and imposters will go on from bad to worse. It's gonna happen. I'm, I'm telling you to, to fight it right now, Timothy. I'm telling you to get your hand in the game. Confront these people. Get back on the gospel. But it's going to go from bad to worse. And here, let me tell you what everybody's going to be like, chapter 3. Well, that's awesome. If we have our eyes on what we can accomplish, this is not the book to go to. If I could just fix it, this is not the book to go to. If I could just make it right, this is not the book to go to. If I could just turn everyone this corner around this corner, get the bus going the opposite direction, this is not the book to go to. Paul's saying, your faithfulness doesn't depend on outcomes. And for and if you want to get discouraged really, 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 really fast, make outcomes the barometer for your faith. I'll say that again. If you want to be really discouraged, make outcomes the barometer for your faith. And I don't know how many people tried to preach outcomes to me. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be worth it. It's going to blah, 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 blah. It really almost derailed me. Paul ended up in one persecution after another, in jail, and then dead. That's how it worked out for him. If outcomes if my timeline, if my benefit, my benefit is the barometer for my faith. Well, I'm going to get faith. I'm going to get some faith in there. Look how it's going to be. What it's going to be. Yeah, let's roll. Let's roll this faith. Mm. Spend the 400 bucks for gas. We're going. And it doesn't go the way I want. And people do not turn a corner. I have to be ready that no one's going to change. No one is going to come around to my point of view. All that two-way stuff is not in scripture. So I hope you're not like, oh yeah. This second Amendment. Constitution Bible. No. <laughs> not. Prepare yourself. I may never on this earth quote-unquote arrive to my idea of ease. 
to my idea of how things should be. It may never, may never happen that I can record a legitimate album and not be like plankety plank, 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 and totally the vo volumes are off. And what is that drum sound coming out of Nowheresville? Is it even, even on rhythm? Now, I have faith he's going to bring me to a promised land. But friend, if that, I know I'm going up against a bunch of people, but if that is not centered on the eternal kingdom, if we are not willing to die here, we are going to be very, very, and it's not just one disappointment. It's, it didn't turn out. And our faith falls apart. I lived this. This didn't happen and our faith falls apart. This didn't happen. And is this God's fault? No. No. Is he still good if I die? Yes. Is he still good if no one ever understands me? Yes. Is he still good if I'm like Moses and he's like, you're not coming in? I was a little much back there with the rock and the stick and all that. Is he still good? Yeah. God does what he wants on this earth. But as for you, continue what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Again, thanks for listening. Catch the next part of this series, usually Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You can also find Underground Crowds on Twitter, Patreon, Bandcamp, or undergroundcrowds.com.